Welcome to Chicago Acoustic Underground, the place to find the best new independent acoustic artists playing live sets in the heart of the Acoustic Underground, Chicago, Illinois. And now for your host and sensei of acoustic music, Mr. Michael Teach. Okay, we're back. It's a, an interesting afternoon in Chicago. It uh, briefly is sunny, then it's cloudy and rainy, and... Uh, and actually, so mixed. yeah, exactly. Who knows? We're in Chicago. It could happen. And with me this afternoon uh, is uh, a unique duo. Uh, and uh, as you all know, I strive to uh, get every genre of music on board. And uh, Lord knows you've listened to a few different kinds of music. And now you're going to listen to uh, a couple of people play some absolutely beautiful music that I Fortunately, had the opportunity to see uh, uh, Joel do uh, in a benefit concert, which we'll talk about a little later. Uh, but it's Mr. Joel Steisen. Hi, Joel. Hello. How are you, my friend? Great. Good. <laughs> so good to have you here, finally. Yes, Yeah, thanks. exactly. Heather's been on twice now, I think. <laughs> yeah, long time coming. Yeah, no doubt. Well, my friend, why don't we do just a little bit of background bio, like uh, how in the heck uh, you ended up doing all this kind of stuff, and the transition from uh, one form of music to another. All right. Well, I will try not to... Uh, <laughs> I'll try to gather my thoughts here quickly. Um, well, you want to start with when I was born? Where? <laughs> let's, let's, why don't we start... Let's skip, let's start let's with skip the, all that. Let's start with the... Uh, <laughs> we'll call it the drum era. Um, the drum era, that... Uh, started when I was in grade school and through junior high and into high school and uh, then I, I I knew that that I was on a mission to to make my living as a musician and drummer and uh, and I, I knew that I wasn't going to do anything else so um, at the end of high school I started really focusing on uh, preparing for you know college auditions and things for percussion and um, Auditioned at Millican University, which Ooh. is Central Illinois. Good school. Uh, I'm originally from Springfield. Oh yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Good old capital. Indeed. Abe Lincoln, Simpsons. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and crooks and bums. Yes. Oh, that's the politician. No, I didn't say that, did I? Oh no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so anyway, I, uh, you know, attended college at Millican, uh, studied music business and percussion there, and. Uh, Played in all kinds of groups, everything from jazz big bands to heavy metal groups to 20-piece percussion ensembles to orchestras to Latin percussion groups to wow. vocal jazz combo, you know, everything. Um, so I kept really busy there um, and was a, around a lot of loud drums and sound. And um, after I graduated and, and moved up to Chicago um, to you know pursue more of a kind of jazz drumming um, career um, after uh, I guess that, w that would have been like 2004 um, after a couple of years up here uh, again kind of playing non-stop and, and teaching non-stop you know drums in small rooms and um, I woke up one morning with tinnitus and hyperacusis uh, which is a constant ringing and ear sensitivity uh, problems and um that's why I sit here now with an acoustic guitar in my hands. <laughs> um, 
fortunately, you know, I can still play uh, drums as long as it's a, you know, as long as it's a lower volume jazz mm-hmm. kind of gig, and I wear earplugs. Um, but other than that, you know, I've just been getting a lot more into uh, composing and acoustic guitar and just lower volume kind of stuff. Right. Uh, because of major problems, and uh, I've really discovered a, a passion for composing that I you know never knew really existed to the extent that it does and uh you know i'm really enjoying writing my own music and playing my own music especially after playing drums on other people's music all my life you know it's time time to do my thing (laughs) well having heard your thing i'm really glad uh i'm not glad that you came down with with that problem but look at the good that came out of it yeah and Mm -hmm. you know now i have opportunity to to uh you know, do a lot of, uh, you know, hearing conservation, tinnitus awareness kind of things. Right. Uh, and, yeah, I uh, you attended know, one of them. What's yeah, that? I attended one of them over yes. at the Old Town. The yeah. old, old town. Yeah, the, the old <laughs> town school on Armitage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the benefit that um, some friends and myself put together, <laughs> basically for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great to, night. To help me pay for some of my ear uh, therapy expenses. Right. Um and it was like you know if, if there's going to be a benefit to help uh you know raise money for for you know my uh expenses i i want to be playing you know what i mean Absolutely. i don't want to sit there and listen Absolutely. to other people play i want to play so and and work for it you know <laughs> definitely so well you you've just given me a a, a thought <clears throat> i'm doing i've uh, sort of established a relationship with the viaduct theater over on the belmont and western there and uh, it's a real interesting place to play. Uh, the large room there seats about 280, and uh, we're about to upgrade their sound system via a donation to uh, put in a line array system, so it doesn't have oh, to oh. be terribly loud. It, you know, you'll be able to actually hear the music and not hear subwoofers and yeah. you know the typical stuff that you hear at the Abbey and so forth. But we've done uh, done some really fun events there but all of them one way or another are a benefit for something Hmm. and one of the ones that i want to do in september is uh, a jazz based sort of jazz new age i don't not necessarily new age but you know what i mean yeah and uh we uh hadn't really come across you know a theme and i think i just found it would you be interested in being involved in that and yeah definitely Ameri- what is it, the American? Uh, the American Tinnitus Association. It's right. uh, ATA.org. Yeah, they're the, the main organization that's raising money for, for research okay. uh, and, you know, trying to create well, more awareness that. about it. Let's do that. That'd be that'd We'll be put fantastic. together some, uh, some jazz. and. Uh, yeah, I can provide jazz group. Yeah, uh, play in and yeah. well, even we'll play talk, some we'll, of this stuff. Whatever. We'll talk offline about that. <laughs> but that's a great idea. I would love to do that. Well, having heard uh, your compositions, and uh, I just so enjoyed that night at at the Old Town, uh, and sitting next to you is a lovely lady in a beautiful cello. Yes. <laughs> and who would that be? <laughs> this is uh, Sophie Weber. Um, Hi, Sophie. She's Hi. A, uh, How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> Sophie's from here in Chicago, and uh, <laughs> born and raised. No, usually yeah. from She's Oxford, on England, side. on the south side. <laughs> but yeah, at, at the benefit show, uh, 
Katinka Klein from right. the Chicago Symphony was right. playing exactly. cello, and she she's on my, my record. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been just, um, basically, she's really, you know, busy with the CSO, and right. unfortunately, she's uh, been having some actually uh, problems with her, her arm. Oh, no. So, no. you know, my, my website's relaxyourears.com, because, <laughs> partly because of my ear problems. Sure. And things are getting better with her, but I, so I was kind of joking with her, you know, she used to start a site called relaxyourarms.com or something. <laughs> um, so anyway, but, you know, things are getting better with her, though, so... so Thank goodness. So that's great. Um, but so anyway, I've been collaborating with some other musicians in, in the meantime, and, and I, I met Sophie Weber, amazing cellist, and I'm very uh, lucky to be playing with her. And um, even if Katinka, you know, comes back... Uh, which you know she plans on doing. I will continue to play with Sophie as well, yeah, and definitely. if she will play with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so are you living here in, in Chicago nowadays? Yes, I am. Yeah, I was actually in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, uh -huh. for um, pretty much eight years, um, uh -huh. doing a master's and doctorate in oh, wow. cello performance. That was my major. I was also teaching some music theory there, and mm -hmm. um, so I've now been in Chicago for coming up to two years actually, and um, I'm teaching at Lake Forest College. I oh, what a great, of, great school! Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice area. Great students. Yeah, what a beautiful campus! My God. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. Actually, it, it reminds me of Bloomington with all the trees, right. you know, in the fall, and you just yeah, yeah it, you get to see all the textbook um, seasons, which. That's doesn't happen sure. in England. It's yeah, just a no. bit gray. So. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of gray. <laughs> but yeah, that, but I mean, yeah, England has has other good things. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing some Lake Forest teaching and also um, teaching for the Music Institute of Chicago, um, and just uh, courses in world music and early music history. Um, and I'm trying to. Um, I'm really passionate about playing, about performing, and and it's um, just happened that. Uh, I met Joel around a time when I was really similar to what he was saying, I think. I was very interested in trying to uh, find a niche that can have more of an individual creative voice mm -hmm. um, that goes with it. And um, I'm very interested in multimedia. I actually started a group um, recently called uh, Fused Muse Ensemble. I like it. And it's basically, it's like literally music plus other media. So it could be up dance or poetry or electronics mm -hmm. and... Um, and so I met Joel, and, and that the, although his his music is pre-composed, obviously there's also he's uh, and also as an artist he's somebody who's very open to new ideas, and, sure. and there there is some room for a certain amount of more improvised right. kind of elements, and that's something that really appealed to me. Wonderful. So. Well, what the heck? Let's hear this music. <laughs> what do you say, Joel? What are you going to do for us now? This is a a tune called. Um, as you are. Thank you. 
<laughs> wow, that's so beautiful. What a great, great pleasure. Oh, Yay. Thank you. Truly enjoyable. <clears throat> Lovely music. What a perfect afternoon for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, sort of a weathery afternoon. So it's a soulful music kind of day. It's beautiful stuff, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, Joel, where do they find this music? Out on the I internet. Oh, where, where can people find it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, well, relaxyourears.com. All right, fine, I will. Main website. What's that? Fine, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and from there, you know, you can find it on everywhere from iTunes to CD Baby to Amazon to Last FM to Pandora to, you know, it goes on and on. Facebook, MySpace. Exactly. <laughs> so there's plenty of music that people can go purchase. Yes. <laughs> because that's how we stay alive, guys. <laughs> you know, you, you go out and listen to the music. If you've enjoyed it, buy a little bit of it. You know, come on. <laughs> you know, I know we're not Sony Music or whatever, but the quality of the music is better. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I've gotten a lot of feedback from different people who uh, you know, really like the music off my album You know, and, and use it for everything from, you know... Music to to fall asleep with at night, definitely. To music to wake up to in the morning, yeah. you know, with their coffee. To because you know, it, in general, you know, there's, there's some stuff that's relaxing, mm -hmm. but yet, you know, it still has uh, energy and momentum, uh, you know, a pulse to it that that changes and, and moves. It's not just stagnant music. I was um, personally on a on a little bit of a cliff overlooking the ocean during that yeah and you, you know, know what took my mind there for some reason that's great and that's a lot of another thing you know i think instrumental tends to do this in general but then also you know just feedback from people you know um there's something i think you know about the music that you know gives gives you a a, a space definitely to to you know reflect and think and, and to receive images and different feelings mm -hmm. um it worked for me. So, Definitely. great. I'm glad. It worked me for me. This, yeah. You know, this, and I say that because... <laughs> First, it better work for you. <laughs> well, I say that because, you know, all the music on my album was, was you know, I guess initially uh, composed out of a kind of seemingly selfish act of, of me, you know, dealing with my ear problems and... And that music, and writing that music was like a form of therapy for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it was one of my ways of dealing with right. dealing with the fact that you were dealing my with whole that. career and yeah. life and music was up in the air. I didn't know if I could continue playing drums, right, um, or collaborating, you know, with other musicians. Um, so I was, I was kind of kind of locked myself up in my apartment, and you know, dug out this acoustic guitar with, with dust on it. And you know, and all this <laughs> stuff just started happening. I started hearing this, this music in my head, and and uh, started, you know, just playing the guitar. And I wasn't finding the the what I wanted, the sounds and the feelings and standard tuning. So I started tweaking the strings, uh -huh. and I would, you know, and here I am with an album of twelve songs and ten different tunings. <laughs> <laughs> so playing live can be tricky sometimes. I um, see a, an array of guitar. <laughs> right. Um, but you know that's what really 
keeps it interesting and, and makes it interesting. Well, it must it must me. have been at some point in time. It had to have been almost explosive. You know, once you began playing with those tunings and realizing that you could find those tones and sounds that you were looking for just by changing the tuning a bit. And yeah, it all just started coming together. <coughs> a far cry from drums. Yeah, but you know, with with my foundation in, in drums and percussion, you know, and that rhythmic foundation, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, everything's rhythm. Absolutely. Everything you do, even outside of music. <coughs> Definitely. Um, and if you have a solid foundation in that, you can pick up anything and, and you know, at least fake your way yeah. through it, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I've done a lot of that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drummer picking my way, uh, you know. Well, I've been, uh, here. You know, because of this show and, and because we're now uh, also have a recording studio and uh, I've become uh, really, really good at hearing the rhythm and recognizing when it's out of sync and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Ellis Clark taught me a lot about that. He's a really interesting uh, producer. He's our producer. Yeah, okay. Ellis is brilliant. And a hell of a keyboard player, too. Oof. <laughs> Lots of fun. Well, more? Sure. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, while well, I'm double-checking my tuning here. Yes, indeed. Uh, the, uh, so that the tune we just played, As You Are, um, Originally, I originally wrote that, um, you know, with a with a vocal melody and and actually words. Um, that's kind of how, you know, that song came together. Um, and then when I, you know, realized that I wanted to make an instrumental record and not like a mix of instrumental and vocal stuff, um, I decided to just take the vocal melody and have the cello play that. Okay. So that's what that is. That's originally a. Yeah, it's it's interesting actually, when you were talking about the images you, ha you you that came to mind when you were listening to that that last song. I was um, I was thinking about that as something that always like, intrigues me the relationship between words and music. Definitely. And um, I know it's something that um, Heather and Joel have explored a lot. Um, but uh, it's um, it was interesting to me when he was talking about when I, when he first introduced these songs to me and was talking about the the fact that there had been these lyrics that had gone with it and and yet somehow I, th I it didn't seem that he I didn't have the impression from Joel that he really wanted me to know it wasn't even that important exactly what the lyrics were but they somehow seemed to have condensed themselves into this title that is very like simple and yet I mm -hmm. think does say something it says Definitely. enough to give uh, to take you in a certain direction even right I agree with you yeah. and, I, and I like to think that you know since it was originally conceived and you know originally written with that with those words and with that vocal melody as, as one that, that that is like embedded in there whether it actually has it or not you know yeah definitely like, uh, the, the feelings and the thoughts and all that that were coming yeah. out in that moment I was writing it yeah. they're in that song with or without you know me singing it yeah um, it has a very ethereal <clears throat> kind of feel to it it seems like it ought to be part of a of a, like a soundtrack you know, soundtrack of your life kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. kind of, yeah. The album is kind of the soundtrack to my life. It truly is. <laughs> Could be your second album title. Yeah. <laughs> and the thanks. <laughs> Although I think it's been used, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's been used. <laughs> but that's one of the things is, you know, like 
coming from being a drummer and my background with that to guitar and now composing, um, like it is this, the music is me taking everything I've ever done kind of mm-hmm. and combining it, you know, because <clears throat> like in that particular song, you know, it's a really actually this song is really <clears throat> common, you know, song form. Mm-hmm. The, the form of that is basically just, you know, like, you know, if you take the, the lyrics, you know, bring them back in. It's basically like verse, chorus, first chorus, mm-hmm. bridge, chorus. Right. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so I feel like, um, you know, it's kind of more classical-oriented music, you know, with the cello strings and things. Sure. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're um, sometimes more, you know, catchier little melodies. Yeah. Um, and like t- traditional, you know, song forms, you know, f- four-minute tunes, you know, right. not like a ten-minute classical. So... It's kind of like taking, you know, all my influences, you know, rock and songwriting and classical and everything, and kind of just putting it all together into my own creation that definitely somehow all came together. And it did, for sure. Um, so this next tune um, is uh, similar in that, you know, a lot of the tunes on that record are kind of you know, tonally a little darker, but yeah, there's always a sense of hope within it, and, and you know, things shift, so I think, um, you know, they're not all, like, relaxing downers, you know, they're <laughs> up, they have ups and downs, and, right. um, <coughs> but this tune is called Lifeline, and um, there's actually a tune that is uh, basically a, a, a tune from a, from a son to a mother, so all right. <laughs> gives it the title, this is a song I wrote for for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <clears throat>
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I it's I I just love the sound. That it's, one always takes me to a really deep, kind of relaxed. Yeah, it's a, a excellent meditation. I stop song. and then look up and I'm like. And when you hit those dizzy. real low <laughs> cello, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's and like beautiful. I said before, you know, like writing this music was my therapy, you know, with my ear buttons. So I think, you know, hopefully that that, that comes out and yeah. is able to be, a, you know, oh, it does. able to relax, you know, and other people and. Definitely, know. and the beauty of it is, is it's relaxing without. Like it's not like you're bored, you're yeah, just relaxed. It's very uplifting. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this is going to be such a good show. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just so much fun because uh, you know when, I mean, we're up. Uh, I think we have 260 shows posted, and I've got another 30 of them that aren't posted yet. Heather's one of them. I've got a show of hers that I got to post real soon. As soon as the new website interface is done. I've got the the show up, but I can't post a new show until I guess he's going to be done Friday with the interface, so I can finally start posting uh, shows again. Cool. But uh, I mean, there's so many different kinds of music, and uh, you know, for me, it's it's like a blessing. Every single day of my life, I get to hear a new form of music of one sort or another. Well, it's a blessing for for us and all the Chicago <laughs> musicians. Yeah. You know that yeah, you're, you're doing this. It's a yeah. blast. It's cool that you know really. That's one of the cool things about, you know, getting more into the, you know, singer-songwriter slash folk scene. Um, you know, it's just a really nice community here. God, yes. You know, um, this city is a... And uh, there's a nice jazz community, too. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you run into, you know, people with egos a little more, I feel like. And, and, and you know, just it's a general statement you know um my experience in the jazz scene too you know sometimes is that um you know sometimes people get together for like a jam session but rarely do you you know really sit around and like talk you know hang out and like you know cook to you know right right play music you know like um it's just a totally different kind of thing with the singer songwriter kind of folk scene here it is a really different yeah really you know it's a very tight knit uh, community and a lot of a lot of interaction, a lot of coming over for dinners and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff, and that leads into playing music and and you know teaching old town school or old town school folk music. It's been great too. You know, just God, yeah, for a meeting. We've had a lot, a lot of musicians from old town on on the show. Yeah. Certainly, one of the my favorites was uh, Mark Dvorak. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, he's fun. Wow. And Maura Lolly and Peggy uh, Browning and, oh, geez, all sorts of them. It's been a, that's, you know, Old Town School of Folk Music is, is, uh, everybody should be a member. Come on, cough it up. It's not that expensive. You know, actually, there's, you know, they're fundraising right now for for a new building across the street from the main. Oh, really? uh, Lincoln. Oh, no kidding. Old Town School. Oh. Yeah, it's, um. It's gonna be incredible. It's, wow. uh, it's a brand new building, and you know the the main location there now. They have a really wonderful concert hall. It um, sure is. That holds close to 400 people. Um, but you know, I mean that's that's pretty big if you're just you know putting together a little show. Beautiful. So this new building's gonna have a nice like hundred seater. Oh really? Uh, oh, venue. Oh, wonderful. 
and uh, a lot, you know, a lot more space for ensembles and Wonderful. lessons and and a bigger dance studio and. So a lot of great stuff going on. Well, it's wonderful. It's a great organization and, you know, sort of the foundation of the folk uh, movement in this city, really. All the Freddie Holsteins and all the guys from way back when, from my era. (laughs) Indeed. Well, more music. (laughs) Switching, guitar switching. The public will never know that this happened. I think it's it's nice that, uh, especially somewhere like Chicago, it seems like there is all this openness between different musicians and different genres now. Mm-hmm. But also, I think with other artistic fields as well, I mean, even at the Old Town School, there's the dance, and then there's right. different ceramic classes, and there's like even there, I think there's that's an definitely. Of how well, one of the th- one of the things we're doing, like with these concerts that we do at the Viaduct. We haven't, we stopped it for the summertime, but starting in the fall, we'll go back to it. And they're called CAU Art and Music Showcases. And what we do is we pick a particular local artist, like the guy who painted that painting behind you. And uh, his name is Lance Brown. And uh, Lance came in with his art. And we did a full reception with hors d'oeuvres passed. And we had a juggler and a magician. And so yeah. it was a whole mix of kind of multimedia-ish yeah. in, a, in a way. Yeah, uh, that you sounds know, great. So we had like an hour reception where we brought the artist on stage and had him talk about his his or her work. And, so nice. and uh, fortunately sold quite a few pieces on, really? on all of them. Of course, I bought quite a few. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> but it, that's kind of one of the fun things about what we do is it's not just a so atypically in the city uh, in the in the bar venues, it's uh, you come on, you better have brought at least 25 people to come see you, and then as soon as you leave, so do they, and a new batch of people come in for the new band that's on the stage and. There's no continuity of, of the show. It's just a, you know, it's like yeah. move the next, you know, it's almost right. like a tourist thing. Right. And uh, we try to completely avoid that. And we make sure that the, there's a, a reason for the first act leading into the second act, leading into the headliner kind of thing, so that there's a natural progression of the music kind of thing. And, and it's worked great. People don't leave at all. They stay all night yeah. long. Which is yay! (laughs) Yippee! (laughs) All right, back to the important thing. (laughs) Is this this working too? This oh, definitely. Hey, this is a tune-in standard. Whoa! Oh my God! (laughs) Good. I'll be able to look at the chords and know. (laughs) This is uh, called reflection. And uh, the uh, well, the cello melody at the beginning was something I originally just wrote on on guitar, um, and then uh, you know the rest of the tune kind of the cello follows the guitar part. Um, this is a little more kind of up tempo thing. Um, the intro is kind of a is like a Yo Yo Ma ish kind of. Oh, cool. <laughs> Oh no! no oh no! Oh, what a challenge we have now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a little uh, kind of open section for like a cello solo. It's always fun to to jam on. Cool. So this is called reflection.
<laughs> that was uh, so. Where was I on that one? Sorry. Where was I on that one? I was in a forest, <laughs> and I was in a carriage, horse drawn, and somebody was chasing us when it went up tempo. And then we made it out into the thing and it <laughs> came down. How crazy that I, it's just, it's so fun because without the lyrics, it allows your mind to, you know, have free will kind of thing. And the cool thing is each time you listen to it, depending on the mood you're in, how, you know, how you feel that day, how the weather is, all kinds of factors. Yeah, definitely. It's going to change what you feel and hear or think of. Yeah. And that's the, the really freeing thing about instrumental music that I, I've always enjoyed. Definitely. It's um, wonderful. Now, let's see. We should talk about June 11, I believe. Yes. <laughs> What's going on June 11, Joel? <laughs> yeah, Friday, June 11th. Um, it's our uh, next show. It's um, next performance. It's at the Old Town School of Folk Music. I'll be damned. <laughs> um, and uh, it's the main location up on Lincoln Avenue. In the big room? The big concert hall. Awesome. One of the best oh my places God. to play in the city. Anyway, no doubt about that. Um Forty-five, forty-four North Lincoln Avenue, and um, yeah, Friday, uh, June eleventh, and eight p.m. And actually, tickets are selling out really fast. Yay! There's a there's a group coming in from New York, uh, this amazing group called House of Waters, um, oh. who was the the featured the main uh, act, and uh, it's this incredible hammered dulcimer player. Oh wow! He's with a full group. Um, it's kind of a fusion mm. of world music and, and yeah. jazz and folk and um so sophie and i will be opening up at eight o'clock awesome i better go get my tickets there you go i will there uh last i checked there were um 30 something left on the main oh floor. my god really and oh jesus so. <laughs> uh-oh they haven't opened up the balcony yet though so okay and and there isn't a bad seat in the whole place, no absolutely so. not both visually and orally. <coughs> yeah, the, the sound is sound great. Is beautiful. Amazing theater. Uh, yeah. You can find out more from much, uh, information about that at relaxyears.com, um, in the news section, and or shows section. Links also, to the proper places. Yeah, so. also uh, oldtownschool.org, right. either one. Um, so, yeah, June 11th. It's important. Friday, June 11th, 8 p.m. There you go. <laughs> be there. <laughs> be there or be square. So what, have we done them all, or do we get one more, or where are we? I think we can do one or two more, whatever. Let's do them. All right, cool. Absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> so you got sound on this? So, folks, for this one, he has what looks like about four or five capos in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just two, but. <laughs> matrix. Indeed. <laughs> um, so this is a, you know, a new way. You know, before I was talking about all the alternate tunings and tunings um, you know that I just kind of make up um, anyway uh, this is a new way that I found to to get some of those sounds and chords and <coughs> and you know drone mm -hmm. and uh, you know just more interesting kind of complex chordal stuff uh, with the uh, different capos right. there's a, a shortcut capo mm -hmm. Which uh, you know just um, presses down on three strings. Right. There's a drop D capo which presses down on all of them but one. Right. Um, and you know different combinations of these, upright or upside down, you can create all kinds of cool things. Yeah. While staying in standard tuning. Right. Know, but yeah. making it sound like you're not. Yeah. So I've been really 
into this lately. Um, this is actually a brand new, uh, brand new one. All right. It's called uh, "To Hold." It was inspired by. Um, actually, I went to. Um, I had a family member pass away um, a while back, and it was in a small town in Iowa. And after the, the ceremony, you know, we were all in the you know, procession, the cars uh, going to the gravesite, and every single car that came, you know, either, you know, coming either direction, you know, anywhere, stopped, completely stopped. I mean, every single car, everywhere we went, right? Wow. And, you know, living in Chicago, that's, that's not something that No, happens. no. And Usually it, they cut in on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um And there was just something amazing about it, actually, uh, especially, you know, just being in the mindset that I was with having a family member pass away and stuff. Um, Certainly a sign of respect. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and I wanted to take it as, you know, maybe each person that was stopping was taking a moment to reflect and think about their life and realize, you know, how, indeed how short it is mm -hmm. and, and maybe uh, come to have some more appreciation. Um, and that's what inspired the song and um, the kind of stopping and going and, and taking a moment and the pauses. You'll hear a lot of that in the song. Okay, great. <clears throat>
Well, he pauses. <laughs> Pause for reflection. That was beautiful. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Thank you. You have certainly found a, a, a unique, uh, different path than your your previous incarnation, and uh, I hate to say it, but I like it an awful lot. It's <laughs> I think you were meant to do this, and maybe the whole thing that went on with you was to get you to here. Because yeah. uh, you're in a beautiful spot. I'm definitely right hearing now. a picture sharp in my head. <laughs> <laughs> So all that, know, <laughs> but you know, but it really did. Uh, you know, waking up one morning with constant ringing and yeah. ear sensitivity problems, you know, it, it forced me to stop and really take a reality check. Man, you know, it's a big reality check. I was playing check. like five, six nights a week. Yeah. You know, like nonstop. I was just like all through college, and then for years, you know, a couple of years when I moved up here, it was right. all nonstop. And looking back, it's just all it's a blur. It was I was so busy. And like, I was doing a lot of stuff and it was fun, but you know, what was the purpose of everything? You know, um, what kind of path or track was I on? What was I, right. what was my main goal with that? I was just kind of doing everything and you know what I mean? And uh, Living life to the max. Now I feel like I have more focus, you know, in my life and- Most definitely. And, and, I, and, think, and it's more fulfilling, you know, now to have this focus and not, feel like I'm always spread too thin you know exactly um, yeah so and I get a chance to work with great musicians great musicians like exactly Sophie Weber God, Tinker yeah. Klein Rob Clearfield is on the album he's an amazing uh, piano player he's yeah. here in, in Chicago and um, Greg Fundus played Cajon on a couple tracks and my friend Casey Fitzpatrick plays saxophone on a couple tracks oh and, awesome um, so I had some guest musicians some oh. friends come in and um, so it's a guitar cello foundation but um, you know, variety on there also. Yeah, I um, wish my upstairs neighbor was home today. She's a, a, a Christine Canodal is her name. She's a really wonderful violinist, and <coughs> she's a Suzuki teacher, so she's teaching kids right now. <laughs> I told her that Joel was going to be here today, and she goes, "Oh no, not today." <laughs> she's up teaching. Yeah, she's teaching. But I'm about to get into. Yeah. Oh, she loves it. It's, uh, she sort of had one of those path in life decisions to make. She was uh, the, our first violinist with Goodbye Home, the, the mm -hmm. album that I gave you. Yeah. And uh, she was doing many, many things and got into the Suzuki teaching and, and it was a natural for her and they loved her and they moved her into a more managerial kind of, kind of position and suddenly she had no time at all. Right. And so she had to choose to leave Goodbye Home, even though she loved it. And, oh, that's uh, a tough decision. Yeah, a tough one, but she's so happy, you know. And she's working with kids, and she loves it. And you know, every time we talk about it, a big smile comes on her face, and she talks about all these kids and how they're, you know, she sees the lights come on, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So she's she's very happy. Yeah, it seems like Suzuki is, is obviously a very popular um, method. And Especially with the little kids, has, has yeah. great results. Yeah. You know, it's certainly not the be all end all, but it gets them past yes. that hump. Yeah. You and know. It, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, All sir. Right. We'll play one more for you. We're going to wrap it up with. 786. Hike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for all you music nerds. 
tuning in, <laughs> myself included. In that. Um, well, I was searching for a title for this. You know, usually with the other songs, you know, something would just pop in my head. Um, and maybe I'd like it, maybe I wouldn't, but I'd write it down, right? And then after playing it and playing it and thinking of it with that name, even if I didn't initially like what it was called, it became that and I couldn't change it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but this was one, uh, I just having trouble coming up with, with a name and so I, I took the time signatures. <laughs> I had a hunch we were going there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the goal is, uh, you know, the goal that I have being a drummer and playing guitar now and writing is, is I don't want the, even though I just mentioned it, I don't, you know, necessarily want the listener to be aware, you know, that it is changing time signatures. I want it to all feel natural and, you right. know, and that's not the, like, the purpose of it, not to right. see how many time signatures I can include in something. It's just how it naturally flowed when I started playing it right. and writing it. And then later on, I go back and figure out this is how it makes more sense to write it out, you know what I mean? Um, so... Seven eight six.
Yikes. <laughs> wow. That was wonderful. Now that is definitely a soundtrack worthy tune. There could be all sorts of movie scenes that would work with that. Great. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's one of Hollywood. the questions I'm going Hello, to Hollywood. to film yeah. composing and commercial our, placement and stuff. Our drummer uh, for Goodbye Home is uh, graduate. well, is he graduating? Yeah. He graduates this year from Columbia uh, with a, a bachelor's in uh, composition. And he's going to a, a one-month intense schooling at, uh, I think it's at UCLA, and it's all about uh, soundtrack composition. Cool. So he's awesome. really excited about that. That. Yeah. that sounds really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's a real, real s smart little kid. Cool. Just turned 21. What's uh, his name again? Uh, his name his his name is Jimmy Lordman, okay. and uh, I got a hunch you'll be seeing something about him. He's a brilliant. He does all of our charts, and so that we can have other people sit in and mm. that kind of thing. He's just oh yeah sure. Right. I hate him. <laughs> He's just turned twenty one uh, last week. Yeah, uh, I'm working on a documentary right now with the uh, film director and producer uh, Miguel Silvera. He's uh, won some awards and um, what did it say, a uh, documentary about um, uh, this uh, girl from, uh, actually she works at Old Town School, uh, Rebecca Babcock, and she has, um, she was diagnosed with cancer um, a handful of years ago, and um, it's kind of a documentary slash art film, kind of dealing with kind of how your perception changes, you know, of, right. of yourself and your life and everybody around you. Uh, and how things distort and how you don't necessarily feel like the same person you were right. but yet you are the same person and so there's some weird kind of almost out of body experiences and things like that it's dealing with all that stuff and uh, it's really coming together and it's going to be really interesting but a link to check out the trailer is also on my website great let's so check that out it's on there. Um, well I'm doing a, uh, a benefit in June at Viaduct uh, June 19th, and it's an all-women's show, and uh, it's for the uh, Chicago Battered Women's Coalition, and it uh, will feed money into several shelters and so forth, and uh, one of the people that we're trying to get hooked up for that is uh, Rachel Barton, uh, and she's uh, kind of one of those stories in that she, she you know who she is. I don't. Really? She's no. the gal who uh, got her leg caught in the L train and lost a leg. Oh. And she's a CSO violinist. Okay. Yeah. And also plays in a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> but she sort of was in, you know, one of those total depression kind of thing about what happened and and uh, <laughs> rose above it. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. There's a lot of really great stories. The human will is... Yeah. Uh, Wonderful thing. The ability to yeah. kind of transform, yeah. transcend. Exactly. Cool. Well, you two, this has been a phenomenal pleasure for me. Thank you. I have truly enjoyed this. I've been looking forward to it for weeks now. <laughs> Every time I open the calendar and look, oh, uh, getting close. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah, true. I have, I have great respect for Joel and, and, and you now also. Yeah, beautiful music. Thank you very much. Thanks for doing what you do. Uh, it's my pleasure. Um, Everybody out there on the internet, you know what we're talking about. Go out and buy Joel's albums. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks. Before we, we go, I just want to mention a couple of things real quick. Sure, absolutely. Um, 
for those of you in, in Chicago listening, um, you know, whether you happen to have tinnitus ringing or ear sensitivity or any of the ear problems yourself or know any other musicians or any other people that do, um, I'm starting um, oh, that's right. Chicago's uh, first tinnitus support group. Um, it'll be through the ATA, the American Tinnitus Association, and you can um, go to my website and send me an email, and I'll keep you updated on that. Um, and also uh, in June, the American Tinnitus Association, they're having their, um, oh, their main uh, fundraiser. Uh, they're based out of Portland, um, so it's a, it's a walk that they do. Um, and uh, but they also have a virtual walk, and people can create teams um, and then receive donations online. I've created a team called Relax Your Ears. <laughs> I'll be darned. <laughs> um, so you can also go to my site uh, again, relaxyourears.com. I uh, can't say it enough. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So if you, if you go check that out, uh, it'll be in the news uh, section at the bottom of the page, and you can click and donate. Uh, for the great cause wonderful um for raising money to uh, try to find a cure exactly for research um you know over 50 million americans have some form of tinnitus yeah my dad had um it. that's the main thing you know for people coming back from iraq and, mm-hmm. and from the war that's the main issue yeah. one of the main issues they're facing uh with and of course a lot of musicians yeah. and you know people who work in noisy environments um you know so check that out, and um, I guess actually that's about it. Well, good enough. <laughs> Thank you both. Everybody out there on the Internet, peace out. You've been listening to an episode of Chicago Acoustic Underground. Find us on the web at chicagoacoustic.net or at MySpace at myspace.com slash chicagoacoustic. Thanks for listening.